Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining me this morning, John McDougald and Melissa Shanhouse from Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler. Good morning to both of you. Great Good to morning. have you with us. Good morning. Don't forget In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus and In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler. John, you're a familiar guest on this show. And uh, Melissa, this is the first time that you're joining us. And it's, again, great to have both of you here today. I know you have a couple of different perspectives on Junior Achievement and how it works. And uh, I know there have been some changes in your uh, governmental structure. You're now part of the Dallas Area Junior Achievement, which includes Tyler as well as Longview and Lufkin and um, the entire Dallas area. But we're focused today on Junior Achievement Greater Tyler. Um, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, John, you're probably the best person with, uh, for this, and I know you've done it in the past. A little bit of history of junior achievement, not only nationally, but here in East Texas and your mission and your purpose. Absolutely. So... We were founded in 1919, and so our organization is over 100 years old, so we're very proud of that. In Tyler, we were founded in 1988 from a group of business leaders in the community that saw the need for us to make a big impact in this community, teaching financial literacy, workforce readiness, and entrepreneurship. So from the very beginning, we've been teaching those three skill sets to our young people. We fortunately have been able to have a great growth in the Tyler area. When I started, we had a little over 3,000 young people, and now this year we are going to be able to reach 6,000 young people. All righty, and your mission, of course, is to inspire and prepare young people to succeed, and maybe to be a little bit more specific, you mentor young people in financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and work readiness. And this is a school-based program. There are several school districts involved just within Junior Achievement Greater Tyler, and this involves primarily volunteers literally going into the classrooms and teaching these skills from, uh, I guess, uh, does it start as early as kindergarten? Yes, kindergarten through 12th grade. So we have 250 volunteers that go into the classroom and teach the program. Roughly 200 of those are high school heroes. So those are high school students that go into the classroom and they teach kindergarten through fourth grade students the curriculum and then we have our adults teach from fifth grade up through 12th grade very good and uh thanks thanks I, that's probably not the right word but because of covid you did have to make some adjustments some of which are still in place you had teachers for a while actually teaching junior achievement and that is still a possibility but the real emphasis and the focus and uh, the real focus is on volunteers Those absolutely are the folks that you want teaching junior achievement uh, a little bit about your personal experience and then melissa will turn it over to you and talk a, a little bit about you and how you uh, came to be a part of junior achievement but john um, again a familiar story for those who've listened to the show in the past but it always bears repeating absolutely so uh, my personal background is that i was uh, involved with the scouting program ever since i was very young started in when i was seven years old i went through the entire program became an Eagle Scout, and then actually went to work for the organization for 24 years. I am also a competent Toastmaster, so I love being able to speak to groups of people, and I'm a member of the South Tyler Rotary Club. The common thread that I have in my life is that I have a passion for impacting the lives of young people. I have you heard me say that I was with the Boy Scouts for 24 years. I was with CASA for kids for a short amount of time, for mm -hmm. about seven months. I was their finance director. Then I have been with Junior Achievement for the past eight years. 
Very good. And I should clarify that you are the Regional Executive Director, and that's a, actually a new title for you. And yes. Melissa, you're a member of the Junior Achievement Board of Directors, just so we're clear on that. Um, did you have a specific story that you wanted to share Absolutely. with us? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I like to share with young people when I get the opportunity to go into the classroom and teach is that when i was seven years old my dad took me to the prairie state bank in augusta kansas yeah and he said john you're going to open up a savings account and i I remember telling him dad i'm only seven years old why do i need money and i remember him telling me well you don't need it now but when you get older you will appreciate this and definitely i have appreciated that lesson because it taught me the importance of having an emergency fund Uh, My dad, he was an aeronautical engineer, worked for NASA, and he knew that with government contracts that it could be any time in that particular type of job that you could be laid off. And so he really stressed the importance of having an emergency fund. The first class that I taught, this is a story I like to share also with the young people uh, when I teach, but the very first class that I taught in Junior Achievement was with a first grade class. And I remember it was raining just like today. And I was able to ask the students, I said, what does it mean to save for a rainy day? And all the hands went up and I called on one little boy and he said, well, it means you need to have an umbrella. And I thought, <laughs> how clever. That, that's a great metaphor of why it's so important for us to be able to save for a rainy day. Very good. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Welcome. If you're just joining us, we're visiting with John McDougall, Regional Executive Director for Junior Achievement Greater Tyler, and um, Melissa Shanhouse, a board member for Junior Achievement Greater Tyler. Uh, Let's get some contact information out real quick here before we move on to Melissa. You've moved. You're at 305 South Broadway in Tyler, Suite 605. That's the Austin Bank Building in Tyler. just inside the the downtown area, I believe. And uh, we need to get that out there because we're gonna talk about donations later. And uh, I think you told me before we went to air, if you're gonna send a check, that's where you need to send it now. So make a note of that. You can check the website as well, which is tyler.ja.org. Couple of phone numbers to share. John, your cell phone number, people can call you at that number as they've always been able to do, 903-747-7643. And the office number, if you wanna go that route, is 903-343-0100. Eight, eight. Melissa, back to you. you. You're now in your third year on the Junior Achievement Board of Directors, and uh, I think you have a story that you have to share about working with a JA event that you want to pass along. Okay, yeah, no, the uh, Hall of Fame event's coming up soon. It's uh, one that we do every year, and I look forward to. Uh, it's coming up uh, soon. It's coming up on April the 20th. Uh, we're going to ha- hold it at the TJC Rogers Nursing Building at 6 p.m. But I'm excited because we're going to be honoring Billy Hibbs, um, who, of course, is at um, Hibbs Hallmark right now. Sorry yeah. about that. He um, grew his business, right, his family business with uh, Billy Hibbs Sr. Um, he grew it from one business to seven businesses. So we're really impressed by him and all of his efforts in the community. Um What's really interesting about the Hall of Fame coming up is that he's going to be the first father-son recipient. His father was our laureate back in 2004. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And we do need to specify Billy Hibbs Sr. and Billy Hibbs Jr. Those of us who have been around long enough to know Billy Hibbs Sr., who got things rolling, and Billy Hibbs Jr. has certainly done a sterling job of keeping things going and remaining involved in the community and specifically through junior achievement. Let's kind of save that, talk a little bit more about that event later on in the show, how people can be a part of that activity. But, uh, John, back to you, um, some numbers that you want to share, uh, starting with the number of students served in over 100 countries. And I said uh, across uh, earlier, I said junior achievement operates across the country. Actually, it's international. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, JA is a worldwide organization that we're a part of, and we serve 12.5 million students in the world in over 100 countries. In the United States, we serve over 2.5 million students. So we're very proud of that. And we, as you mentioned a little earlier, are a part of the overall JA Dallas area, even though JA Tyler has its own board and we have our own budget, we are fortunately a part of the JA Dallas group. And they they typically serve close to 60,000 students every year. Over the last 10 years since I've been here, we have served over 50,000 students. So we have made a big impact in the Tyler community. All right. And again, just to clarify a couple of things, uh, you also oversee the Longview and Lufkin Junior Achievements. And those are not specific topics of ours today, but if you're uh, somewhere in the Lufkin or the Longview area and uh, you want to know how Junior Achievement operates in your community, uh, they uh, do they have a, a offices in Longview and Lufkin that they yes, can contact? They do. Okay. So there, there are executives in those areas that can be reached out to, and they have a great website too. So if you type in Junior Achievement on Google and you search either Longview or Lufkin, you will find them. Uh-huh. In Longview, it's JA of East Texas. In the area down in Lufkin, it's J.A. Evangelina County. Very good. And we should also make make it clear that you work in several school districts. I think we uh, just out of ju- Junior Achievement Greater Tyler, I think we mentioned that in passing earlier, you have a presence in White House, Lindale, Jacksonville, and Chapel Hill, along with the Tyler Independent School District, if I understand correctly. That's correct. And we also have a very small community, Maybank. That Maybank. So we, we have a large territory in East Texas, and we're willing to serve any of the schools in our area. It's just a matter of having an educator reach out to us and let us know that they would like to have the Junior Achievement Program in their school, and it's free of charge for them. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? Well, you can call John at 903-747-7643 or also the office in Tyler, 903-343-0188. The website for Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler is tyler.ja.org. Physical address, 305 South Broadway in Tyler in the Austin Bank Building. New office since last we chatted. And if you're a little bit outside the Tyler area and you call either of those two numbers, John or whoever's uh, staffing the phones will be sure to point you in the right direction that's correct i feel quite certain about that let's talk a little bit about we want to get back to some of these numbers and some other information a little later on in the show as we visit this morning with john mcdool and melissa shanhouse from junior achievement greater tyler i'm john sims and this is in focus a quick walk through though starting from kindergarten on up let's get a better idea of exactly what's going on in these classrooms from start to finish absolutely so in the elementary program we have a specific curriculum that's used for each uh, age group so it's 
In their curriculum, we have interactive games that they play, so that keeps them interested in the program throughout the lesson. In middle school, it's a little bit more complicated because they're older and they can understand a little bit more about the skills that we're teaching in junior achievement. And obviously in high school, even more so, more sophisticated for that older age group, teaching them about life lessons that they're going to be able to use once they get out of high school. It's going to give them a great idea of whether they're going to go to a trade school, they're going to go to college, even thinking about their first home, having a family, all the way up through retirement. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, and that does that basically take us from the elementary level all the way through high school? Yes. Okay, correct. good. That's pretty much what we were looking for there. And it all goes back to principles like the one that you described, uh, learning about financial literacy at an early age. It can make such a difference as you basically move through life. Now you have 250 volunteers, uh, including your high school heroes, student volunteers who teach on the elementary level, National Honor Society students in over 270 classrooms. Let's talk about the requirements to be a volunteer. You obviously need volunteers, but it can't be just anybody. It needs to be somebody who fills certain qualifications and can pass a background check. Tell us more Absolutely, about how that works. Sure. Uh, so we have over 200 volunteers that are high school heroes. Most of these volunteers are in the National Honor Society program at their high schools. Some of them are in education classes where they actually want to become educators. And I find it very interesting to see these high school students, they go in and they teach for a full day in the classroom. And at the end of the day, they are worn out. They see how hard it is to be a teacher. They thought it was easy until they've taught for a whole day. Many of them realize that being a teacher isn't for them. But also, on the other hand, many realize they do want to be a teacher. They, even though they're tired, they realize the impact that they make teaching in the classroom. And these young people look up to them and are excited to have them in the classroom. For our adult volunteers, they have a little different role to play because they teach the older students from fifth grade up through 12th. And they have to have a background check so when they go into the school they have to have their driver's license so that their background check is done the requirements to to be a volunteer is the ability to follow instructions pass that background check but most importantly to have a desire to impact the lives of these young people all right now you talk about let's just talk about billy hibbs jr for a while this year's hall of fame honoree billy obviously has a long history in the insurance business just the business world in general uh do you kind of lean in that direction people who have that business background or uh is is it, is it a more wide open field for volunteers that you're looking for so for our volunteers it's uh, fairly wide open uh, we would like to have any of our volunteers come to us that just have a, a passion to make a difference in the lives of young people so all different backgrounds is good because when they go into the classroom and teach they're going to be talking about what they do in their career and we find that many of our young people end up taking a career based on the volunteer that came in their classroom uh-huh 
Very well put. John McDougall, Regional Executive Director for Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler and Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler Board Member Melissa Shanhouse, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Again, the website is tyler.ja.org. Address is 305 South Broadway in Tyler in the Austin Bank Building. And phone number is 903-747-7643 or 903-343-0188. You need volunteers. And uh, we're in the waning, at least we hope, and it sure looks that way, the waning stages of COVID-19. Obviously, that had an impact on your operations, but not as much of an impact as it had on some of the other organizations and just people in general uh, all across the nation over the last three years but you still need volunteers you need uh, you uh, had to pull back from that for a while i understand are you putting on an extra push now for volunteers we are we uh, we definitely need to have more volunteers so that they can go into the classroom and teach the program i know that melissa had taught junior achievement too anything melissa you want to say about your experience teaching junior achievement yeah sure sure i i loved teaching junior achievement and and continue to try to find the opportunities to do so i had the opportunity to do it with um andy woods um a couple times and one time it was with the class with my my own son in it so that was really neat uh i loved the fact that i did it personally several weeks you know over the course of um, about six weeks and came in and to this day now that those children are in high school i still see them every once in a while and they um they remember me and and let me know that they know the differences between needs and wants, which is a, a big part of our, our curriculum. But um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think it's a, a great impact on those those students. And you speak from some community experience. I think you may have mentioned earlier that you've been helping various nonprofit organizations around the community for a while now. And um, this is one that obviously stands out as quite special for you. And uh, one of the reasons for that, besides the story you just told me, we want to get into a few more statistics here. The impact that you make with young people in the Junior Achievement Program, and there are some pretty high percentage numbers as far as high school diplomas, confidence in managing finances, and career satisfaction. Yeah, we've done some research with our alumni of the uh, JA program, and it's really fascinating because we've got uh, 93% of those um, that were involved with Junior Achievement had the classes, have their high school diploma, and 90% are actually more confident in managing their finances. And 88%, and this is a great number, 88% um, are very satisfied with their career. And, and John mentioned that, that oftentimes those students are impacted by the volunteers and the classes that they've that they've seen and it can get them into that that certain industry so mm-hmm. you know i actually had a, a client who um, owns a trophy club in uh, dallas a, a trophy uh, shop i suppose is what it is and he's the one that turned me on to junior achievement uh, i was talking with him and looking for various organizations to to volunteer and he said if you haven't heard of junior achievement you need to look into that and i said oh well tell me more and he said that as a student um he was a decent student um but never um in his mind that he would ever be an entrepreneur and mm. because of those classes he learned that he too could have his own business and uh, and he's thriving with this trophy um shop and as we know we all like our our, our awards and so forth so it's been a, a great um impact on him so well, I, I knew yeah, those are great numbers and great stories that you've shared with us. And I, I've been a little bit remiss. There's also an email address if you want to make contact. We've talked about that uh, a couple of times within the last little while. John, J-O-H-N at J-A-Tyler.org. If uh, you're not of a mind to pick up the phone or drop by the office, 
just email john at jatyler.org. And by the way, if um, you're still operating pretty much the same way as you have in the past, it's probably better to call or email ahead of time. You Do you still uh, not keep regular office hours, or how does that work now? That's correct. So we have office hours, but I'm... Uh, very limited on the staffing of our office so it's me that's full-time and then i have a part-time assistant and that's it so that means i'm out on the road quite a bit so i may or may not be in the office when someone stops by so definitely call or send me an email if you'd like to come in and visit with me very good john mcdougald and melissa shanhouse with junior achievement of greater tyler our guest this morning on in focus we've talked about volunteers let's talk about financial donations and uh, it's inflation time folks let's be honest about it costs have gone up and uh, bottom line is the bottom line you can really really use more let's just start with financial donations and i believe there is a tab on the website for that and you Absolutely. can drop a check in the mail that's correct and so one of the other things that i think is really important to let people know is that even though we've grown we had also had a 70 percent increase in the materials that we use when we're teaching the program yeah. so obviously there's a, a big need and i know that everybody's aware of the inflation and what's going on in our economy right now so if they would like to donate definitely go to the donation page right now as you heard earlier our biggest fundraiser at this point coming up on april 20th is our hall of fame event we're so excited about that we know that we're going to have a full room it's going to be packed so if people want to attend that they need to reply quickly because we want everybody that needs to be at that event because they're wanting to honor billy hibbs and our past board chairs then they need to let us know as soon as possible all righty let's talk a little bit more about that uh what are we going to be looking at i know you're going to be doing it up nice april 20th get that on your calendar if you so choose honoring billy hibbs billy hibbs jr for those of us of a certain age with hibbs hallmark and company it'll be at the tjc rogers nursing center going to be honoring passport chairs and also your volunteer of the year Shirley Chandler. Any other specifics that you want to give out now about that event? Sure. And, uh, yeah, we're, sponsorship availabilities, anything along those lines. You or Melissa, whoever wants absolutely. to. Absolutely. So our presenting sponsor level, you'll see that first when you go onto our donation tab, is at the ten thousand dollar level. It goes all the way down to the five hundred dollar level. So the ten thousand dollar level is for sixteen people to attend the event and the cocktail reception. The $500 level is a two seats at a table. So you can see there's a big difference between the 10000 and the 500 But there are different opportunities for whatever level people would like to contribute at. As you mentioned, it'll be at the TJC Rogers Nursing Center. So we're excited to be there. It's a new location for us. We typically have it at Willowbrook. So that's something to note. We will have valet parking, so I think that's important for people to know as well so that they won't have to walk far to uh, get to the entry of the uh, facility. Uh, you had mentioned that we're honoring Shirley Chandler as a volunteer of the year. We're very excited about that. Shirley teaches young people our junior achievement program. She also teaches students at, in the high school that want to be educators. So mm. this is a great fit for us. Uh, she works at the uh, CTC, the Career and Technology Center. Uh-huh, Tyler ISD, yeah. Absolutely a, a great uh, facility. 
and we get a lot of support from them as well with gary brown uh, being on our board as well okay and uh you can get more details by going to the website which again is tyler.ja.org you shared some of this information a few months ago and uh, a lot of messages out to the community email blasts phone calls letters invitations are going to be out soon if you'd like to get a nice little invitation in the mail and of course we're certainly glad to mention it on in focus and that would be the upcoming fabulous hall of fame event on april 20th honoring billy hibbs jr at the tjc rogers nursing building it'll be at 6 p.m by the way if you want to get that on your calendar another thing that you do every year is the stock market challenge and that's a ways down the road but it's hardly ever too early to plan for something like that tell us a little bit about what's happening in that regard it'll be october 26th at tyler jr college again at tyler jr college i believe that's correct so that'll be in the apache rooms last year we had a full house and that was great uh the fire code for the apache rooms is a total of 300 people and we were just about to exceed that number so we're looking to not only be in the apache rooms we may have to have another college as well to be able to have and accommodate all those people that are excited about coming to the stock market challenge so what that is basically is it is where a team of four they have a million dollars to buy and sell fictitious stocks. Each day is 60 seconds long, and they play for 60 days. Ah, wow. So it sounds like a lot of fun, a great fundraiser for you too, I believe. It is, and Melissa has been an MC <laughs> for that event. Anything you want to say about that, like? Melissa? Yeah. It's, it's the most high-energy event that I've ever <laughs> been at. Uh, we do two events, one in the morning, and that's with our um, high school students. And although I'm a co-MC and I enjoy that role very much, it is so incredibly loud because these students are so energized and excited and um, we have volunteers that are uh, traders really the event is meant to simulate a um, a, a, a stock market um, what am I trying to say the, uh, the, just a typical it's on the floor on the floor on the floor the stock on market the floor. Yeah. so we have ma uh, huge screens everywhere we've got tickers with um, stock prices we've got news events and we've got um, volunteers that are traders and so you just have all this activity but um, these children um, actually these grown adults or young adults are just so impressive because they, uh, they they've learned more about the stock market than they would have otherwise known and um, we've had many students come by after the fact and, and want to see how to get involved in the financial services industry so it's a it's a fantastic event a great learning opportunity great fundraiser a lot of fun ripple effect all the elements seem to be there that'll be october 26th and again the hall of fame event honoring billy hibbs is going to be april 20th 6 p.m at the tjc rogers nursing building tjc is definitely playing a big role in all Absolutely. this and along those lines we wanted to be a little bit more specific about one thing we mentioned some of the different school districts you serve in tyler isd right now you're at tyler high and i understand you're in the process of getting uh rolling at tyler legacy so if you're a tyler legacy student or teacher stand by it'll be coming your way soon that's right 
right, absolutely. Okay, talking to John McDougald and Melissa Shanhouse with Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. We're just about at the point where we're ready to wind down the show, but a few other things that we want to touch on. The importance of volunteers, the importance of donations, specifically financial donations, and it is financial donations. You don't really need any in-kind donations. That's correct, okay. yes. Yeah, but... Um, Another thing that I noticed this on your website, you're calling all JA alumni. Did JA make a difference in your life? I think we've already had one testimony this morning from Melissa, but you want to hear from other JA alumni. Absolutely. Tell their stories. And uh, how do they go about that? Do they just go to the website and uh, follow the instructions and Correct. get in touch with you? Yes, they can just go on the website and click on that link and share their story, or they can call me and let me know their story or email me, whatever is easier for them. But we definitely would love to hear their story and stories and the impact that Junior Achievement have, has made in their lives. And there's some here locally that I have heard where they were in another industry and they ended up becoming educators and they're just thrilled that they had the opportunity to be a part of Junior Achievement. Uh -huh. And this can be sharing how a JA mentor helped positively influence your life or career. If you want to reconnect with JA and others who had the JA experience, um, it's for you. Just go to that website, which is tyler.ja.org. You can email john at jatyler.org. You can also call 903-747-7643. And John's cell phone number is 90... Uh, John's office number, that is, is 903-343-0188. Again, you're in a new building, Austin Bank Building in downtown Tyler. But uh, please do call first because there's not always somebody there. We have been talking to Regional Executive Director John McDougald and Board Member Melissa Shanhouse with Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler. Just to summarize, the organization endeavors to mentor young people in financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and work readiness. And you're all about inspiring and preparing young people to succeed and Junior Achievement of course, works to help prepare today's students for a bright future. A uh, quick reminder here, the upcoming Hall of Fame event honoring Billy Hibbs, April 20th at the TJC Rogers Nursing Building at 6 p.m. And uh, all the information is on that website, tyler.ja.org. We're out of time, and I wish we could go on a little bit longer because just doing the show has been a lot of fun today. John McDougall and Melissa Shanhouse with Junior Achievement of Greater Tyler, thanks so much for coming in and getting us up to date. Thank you. Thank you. John and Melissa, not John Sims and Melissa Kaiser, but the other John and <laughs> Melissa from Junior Achievement, Greater Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus.